The calls obtained and released by the Texas Tribune and ProPublica, children and teachers inside Rob Elementary can be heard begging 911 dispatch for help. But officers can be heard saying they didn't know if the gunman was in a classroom by himself or with students. Javier Casares, the father of nine-year-old victim Jacqueline, listened to one of the calls. It is unimaginable, it's unbearable, even just knowing what that video, I mean, that, that call was about. 21 people, most of them children, were killed on May 24th. Over 300 officers responded to the shooting, but they waited more than an hour to kill the gunman. For NPR News, I'm Sergio Martinez Beltran in Uvalde. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Germany for a meeting of the G7, China's investment in Germany, the war in Ukraine, and protests in Iran topping the agenda. As we hear from NPR's Michelle Kellerman. Two days of meetings are meant to get the world's major economies aligned on key foreign policy challenges. When it comes to China, a senior your State Department official said the U.S. strongly suggested to Germany that China not get controlling interest in the port terminal in Hamburg. The latest deal gives China a smaller stake in the port. The G7 will have a working dinner Thursday that will focus on China, Russia's attacks on Ukraine's energy infrastructure, and Russia's nuclear saber-rattling will also be high on the agenda here. The foreign ministers will also discuss Iran's military support to Russia and its crackdown on protesters. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, Munster, Germany. Stocks lost ground again today as the Dow, or as the Fed once again raised interest rates, the Dow down 505 points. This is NPR. New Twitter owner Elon Musk says no one who's been kicked off the social media site will be allowed to return until procedures are in place to do that, a process he indicated may take several weeks. That would likely mean anyone banned from the site for violating Twitter's rules on harassment, violence, or certain types of misinformation will not be allowed back on the site till after next week's midterm elections. Musk made the announcement after meeting with a handful of civil society leaders who requested banned user accounts not be restored before then and who also called for enforcement of election integrity measures by the site. Home Depot workers in Philadelphia are deciding whether to form the company's first unionized store. Voting began today and the results are expected late Saturday. More from NPR's Alina Selyuk. More than 260 workers at a store in northeast Philadelphia are voting on whether to join the new independent Home Depot Workers United. If the union prevails, it would be a first for the country's largest home improvement retailer. And it would add another name to this year's list of chains facing first ever unions, including Amazon, Chipotle, Trader Joe's and Apple stores. Home Depot labor organizers are pushing for changes to pay, staffing levels, and working conditions. A company representative says the retailer respects the right to unionize, but does not see it as the best solution for its staff. Alina Selyuk, NPR News. Crude oil futures prices moved higher today. That was after the Federal Reserve again upped interest rates by an oversized three-quarters of one percent. Oil up a dollar and 63 cents a barrel to end the session at $90 a barrel on the New York Mercantile Exchange. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Little Passports, designed to help children discover the world with hands-on activity kits delivered monthly. For ages three and up, learn more at littlepassports.com slash NPR. This 
is WLIW 88.3 and 96.9 FM, serving Long Island and coastal Connecticut with music, news, entertainment, and it's Wednesday Night Jazz, the Urban Jazz Experience. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ed German, your host until 11 o'clock on this Wednesday night, second of the uh, month. November 2nd, lots of great music ahead of us tonight as we celebrate, as we acknowledge, as we play music of saxophonist Phil Woods, who's born on this date in 1931 in Springfield, Massachusetts. Phil Woods is going to take us to a lot of different places tonight. And I'm glad to have the opportunity to share it with all of you. Good evening to everybody listening locally at 88.3 FM and 96.9 FM and worldwide at WLIW.org slash radio. Beautiful weather today uh, here in the metropolitan, in the northeast metropolitan area. And uh, it seems to uh, be continuing for a few days. And uh, that's a good thing. So make sure you're able to get out there and get some of that vitamin D, you dig? (laughs) And keep it real. Uh, Saxophonist Phil Woods, I'll tell you, there are very few saxophonists uh, in the 20th century, whose musical career was as diverse and broad as saxophonist Phil Woods. And uh, whenever he also had a chance to uh, solo, because I'm playing tonight music that has Phil Woods in it, and uh, but whenever he has a chance to solo, boy, he surely puts his heart into the music. Phil Woods, well-known, well-loved, and uh, so I'm glad to have the, uh, the, uh, well, the chance to share this music with you as well as we embark on a night of great American music from the 20th century, beginning with uh, Phil Woods, who was born on this date, 1931, in Springfield, Massachusetts, starting off tonight's program with uh, Phil Woods leading Oliver Nelson and the orchestra.
I'm Meg Noonan, inviting you to join me Sundays at 9 p.m. for Freeform Radio, a lively mix of rock in all its glorious subgenres, including but never limited to classic rock and roll, glam and garage, punk and new wave, folk and country, plus a heavy dose of soul, R&B, and more. So tune in to Freeform Radio, where variety reigns supreme every Sunday night at 9 on 88.3 WLIW-FM and WLIW.org slash radio, Long Island's only NPR station. And it's Tuesday. It's a Wednesday night jazz. It is the Urban Jazz Experience. That's what's going on. And uh, we just heard from Oliver Nelson's Orchestra 1966 with Phil Woods on uh, saxophone up front there for I Remember Bird. Saxophonist Phil Woods, born on this date, 1931.
Things are swinging, birds are singing, and just what do you think those bells are doing but ringing? Cause they have to ring to make this whole thing rhyme, and you know that things are swinging all the time. If the news is what the blues is, then we'd better just practice up on our ones and twos is. Cause where love is, you can always find a rhyme. And we'll love as things are swinging all the time It's simple as a dimple Just remember that You can find some brand new swinging ideas Underneath your hat So keep counting Feel it mounting Till you think it must be Pots of Leon's fountain Yes, the fountain of youth For those who know the score Means that things will keep on swinging Forevermore
that's flown a boat right into shore. It's the livingest thing, the living, breathing. Keep on laughing up your sleeve. Things are swinging and they'll keep swinging some more. Things are swinging and they'll keep swinging some more. So let's keep swinging and swing right out the door. Things are swinging, birds are singing, bells are ringing. Hi, I'm Ann Lagori, host of Sports Interview. Join me, won't you, every Saturday morning at my new time, 7 to 8. I talk with fascinating personalities about their passion for sports with in-depth conversation. We keep it fun, enlightening, and informative. So join me on Sports Interview with Ann Lagori, Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 right here on 88.3 WLIW-FM and WLIW.org slash radio, Long Island's only NPR station. Long Island's only NPR station, 88.3 WLIW-FM, and now 96.9 for Western Suffolk County. Or listen online at WLIW.org slash radio. And we are listening to Wednesday Night Jazz, the Urban Jazz Experience, and included in our listening is music that has saxophonist uh, Phil Woods in it. We just heard from uh, Chris Connor, 1962, with Al Cohn's orchestra. Phil Woods in there as well. Things are swinging. Down by the Riverside, 1966. Jimmy Smith, West Montgomery, Oliver Nelson, and the orchestra with Phil Woods. Down by the Riverside. And, of course, we began that Phil Woods set tonight with uh, Oliver Nelson's orchestra, also 1966, Phil Woods taking a solo in I Remember Bird. Hello to my granddaughter, Alechia. Hey, Lacey. Love you. We've got, well, virtually, well, I should say literally. Okay, I'll say literally. All the music that we hear tonight is going to have uh, saxophonist Phil Woods present. Phil Woods. Born on this day, 1931, here he is with Quincy Jones's orchestra. Thank you. 
the word go forth from this time and place to friend and foe alike that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans born in this century, tempered by war, disciplined by a hard and bitter peace, proud of our ancient heritage, and unwilling to witness or permit the slow undoing of those human rights to which this nation has always been committed.
Genuine peace must be the product of many nations, the sum of many acts. It must be dynamic, not static, changing to meet the challenge of each new generation. For peace is a process, a way of solving problems.
the sweetest sounds I'll ever hear are still inside my head the
this is Tracy Hotchner, and I hope you'll join me on Dog Talk and Kitties 2 on 88.3 WLIW-FM and online at WLIW.org slash radio. Listen in every week to my guests who are pet experts, authors, and animal welfare thought leaders as we talk about all the ways to understand your dogs and cats and enhance the quality of your lives together. Bright and early Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. Only on 88.3 WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station. Long Island's only NPR station, 88.3 WLIW-FM, and now 96.9 for Western Suffolk County. Or listen online at WLIW.org slash radio. And thank you for listening. It's Wednesday Night Jazz. Sarah Vaughan and the orchestra, 1967, that was taking us to where we are now with, of course... Uh, Phil Woods in the orchestra on saxophone for the sweetest sounds. And uh, let me just see something here because I just want to make sure. Yeah, well, I'm just going to call off a few names here, if you don't mind. No, you don't mind. Clark Terry, Charlie Shavers, Joe Newman, Freddie Hubbard, J.J. Johnson, Kai Winding, Benny Golson, Bob James, and uh, Phil Woods. Arranged by J.J. Johnson there. Uh, the Sweetest Sounds, 1967. Oliver Nelson and the orchestra from the album The Kennedy Dream, a tribute to JFK with Phil Woods in the orchestra. And we heard two from Oliver Nelson with President Kennedy. Let the Word Go Forth and A Genuine Peace. We also heard Quincy Jones's orchestra, 1960 Moon Glow with Phil Woods in there. And we began that set with Quincy Jones and the orchestra and Phil Woods and a change of pace. Phil Woods, born on the state 1931. Here's Phil Woods with Herbie Mann. And this is a piece called Alvin G. Phil Woods with Herbie Mann, Herbie Mann and the orchestra.
Herbie Mann on flute and alto flute. Joey, uh, Jay Ashby on trombone. Gil Goldstein, our friend Gil Goldstein on accordion. Alain Mallette, piano. Marty Ashby, guitar. Dwayne Dolphin, bass. Paul Sokolow, bass also. Roger Humphreys and Ricky Sebastian on drums for Alvin G. And on saxophone, on alto sax and clarinet, Phil Woods. Born on this date, 1931. It's Wednesday Night Jazz, the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm Ed German with you until 11 o'clock. And we've got much more music coming our way following the headlines from NPR. Connect with Long Island's only NPR station on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for WLIWFM on your favorite social platform and follow us for updates, videos, behind the scenes, and more. Tag us in your Instagram story and show us where you listen from. Give us a shout on Twitter when you hear important local news. Or leave a comment on Facebook when you discover a favorite new song. We can't wait to hear from you. You're listening to WLIWFM Southampton over the air at 88.3, serving eastern Long Island and southern Connecticut, 96.9 in western Suffolk, and streaming at WLIW.org slash radio and your favorite streaming platforms. This is listener-supported WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. In Florida, a judge has sentenced to life in prison. The gunman who killed 17 people at Parkland High School in 2018. NPR's Greg Allen reports today's formal sentencing came at the conclusion of an emotional two-day hearing where survivors and family members of those murdered confronted the killer. Anger and sadness as family members recall the 17 students and staff members killed at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School by Nicholas Cruz. The defendant and wearing red prison garb, sat emotionless as witnesses told him they hoped he would die in prison at the hands of other inmates and rotten hell. Many family members also expressed anger at Cruz's defense attorneys for behavior they believed was disrespectful to them. Judge Elizabeth Sherrick commended the families on their restraint during the trial. You all have been so strong and patient and Graceful. The judge carried out the jury's recommendation and sentenced Cruz to life in prison with no parole. Greg Allen, NPR News, Miami. According to a witness at the trial of Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes, the leader of the far-right extremist group at one point, tried to get a message to then-President Donald Trump days after the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. According to the witness, to urge Trump to fight to stay in power and, quote, save the republic. However, that message apparently never made it to Trump. Prosecutors who are wrapping up their case against Rhodes and four associates in the most serious case stemming from the January 6th attack, seeking to show Rhodes wanted to stop the transfer of presidential power even after the riot. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Russian attacks over the past several weeks have taken out 40 percent of the country's power grid. A lot of the damage, he says, came from explosive drones. From Kiev, NPR's Yulian Haidar reports. Ukraine and Russia are caught in an arms race, depending heavily on their respective allies to keep the fight going. Ukrainian intelligence sources say Russia has ordered an additional 200 explosive drones from Iran. 
They're not the fastest weapons, but there's a lot of them, and they're relatively cheap for Russia to keep buying and launching against Ukrainian infrastructure. Meanwhile, Russia is also stocking up on other superfast rockets to overwhelm Ukraine's air defenses. The U.S. this week committed eight advanced air defense systems called NASAMs to Ukraine, but some Ukrainians still fear they're outmatched going into the winter. Yudel Haida, NPR News, Kyiv. The Federal Reserve, as expected today, wrapped up a two-day meeting in Washington with another announcement of an interest rate hike. Central Bank for the fourth straight time hiking its benchmark short-term lending rate by three-quarters of a percent. That move will directly affect credit card rates, the cost of car loans, and ultimately mortgage interest rates. Wherever the Fed policymakers also hinted on the heels of a half a dozen recent rate hikes, maybe moving closer, reducing the size of the increases. Still, the rate hike did not play well on Wall Street the Dow down more than 500 points. This is NPR. The defending champions in men's Division I college basketball, the Kansas Jayhawks, will start the upcoming season without their longtime head coach. Today, the school suspended Bill Self and an assistant coach as part of an ongoing investigation into college basketball corruption. Here's NPR's Tom Goldman. Kansas has suspended Bill Self and assistant Curtis Townsend for the first four games of the season. The university also announced restrictions on athlete recruiting and the loss of men's basketball scholarships as part of the school's self-imposed penalties. They stem from a federal investigation that began in 2017. According to the NCAA, Self and Townsend used representatives from the shoe and apparel company Adidas to lure top recruits to Kansas. That was considered an illegal recruiting tactic. Current laws allow athletes to make money from various business deals, meaning some of the alleged infractions in the five-year-old case wouldn't be illegal now. In a statement, Self said he and Townsend accept and support the sanctions. Tom Goldman, NPR News. In some cases, some of the biggest donors behind ballot measures that would legalize recreational marijuana are holders of medical marijuana licenses. That's according to an analysis done by the Associated Press, which shows marijuana legalization campaigns in Arkansas, Maryland, Missouri, and North and South Dakota have raised upwards of $23 million. Much of that cash apparently coming from entities associated with existing marijuana businesses. Crude oil futures prices moved higher today. Oil up a dollar and sixty-three cents a barrel to end the session at ninety dollars a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include EBSCO, dedicated to bringing patient engagement and shared decision-making to the clinician-patient conversation with its Clinical Decisions suite. Learn more at clinicaldecisions.com. This is NPR. It's Judy Carmichael. On my show, Jazz Inspired, I talk with fascinating, creative people who love jazz and discuss how it inspires them. Everyone from Willie Nelson to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Listen Sunday nights at 7 and Mondays at midnight on 88.3 WLIWFM Southampton, serving Eastern Long Island and Southern Connecticut. 96.9 in Western Suffolk and streaming at WLIW.org slash radio and on your favorite streaming platforms. This is listener supported WLIWFM, Long Island's only NPR station. Long Island.
Ireland's only NPR station, 88.3 and 96.9 FM. It's Wednesday Night Jazz, the Urban Jazz Experience. Thank you for joining us as music continues tonight as we listen to the music that includes saxophonist Phil Woods, born on this date, 1931. Let's join Phil Woods with Manny Albam's Orchestra of 1957. Nick Travis and Art Farmer on trumpets, Bob Brookmeyer, Valve Trombone, Zoot Sims, Al Cohn, Jerry Mulligan, and Phil Woods on uh, saxophones, Hank Jones, piano, Milt Hinton, bass, Ossie Johnson, drums, Manny Albam. He's arranging and conducting. This is in New York in 1957 for... Minor Matters.
to Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. I'm going to Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. They got a crazy way of loving there, and I'm gonna get me some. I'm gonna be standing on the corner of 12th Street and Vine. I'm gonna be standing on the corner of 12th Street and Vine. With my Kansas City baby, and won't that be just fine? Well, I might take a train, I might take a plane, but if I have to walk, I'm going just the same. I'm going to Kansas City. City, here I come. They got a crazy way of loving there, and I'm gonna get me some.
Long Island's only NPR station. 88.3 WLIWFM and now 96.9 for Western Suffolk County. Or listen online at WLIW.org slash radio. Wednesday Night Jazz, the Urban Jazz Experience.
Hello, I'm Mark Edwards. Join me Saturday at 8 p.m. on 88.3 WLIW-FM and WLIW.org slash radio for Sock Hop Saturday Night. A musical time machine taking us back to the 50s and the early 60s for the music that we also fondly remember. Right here at 88.3 WLIW-FM and WLIW.org slash radio, Long Island's only NPR station. Long Island's only NPR station, 88.3 WLIW-FM, and now 96.9 for Western Suffolk County. Or listen online at WLIW.org slash radio.
bruises, what they call Way down Mexicali way Senorita's fallen for him With the hope that he will stay By the time that they love him Senor Blues done gone away Anita O'Day with uh, Gary McFarlane's orchestra. And uh, Phil Woods is also in that orchestra for Senior Blues. Senior Blues and uh, Anita O'Day recorded that one. And I'm going to tell you when she recorded it, <laughs> 1961. Good to have your company here on Wednesday Night Jazz. It was uh, West Montgomery, 1965, and Oliver Nelson's orchestra for Boss City. All the music that we've heard in this set, all the music that we've heard since the beginning of tonight's program includes saxophonist Phil Woods, who was born on the stage in 1931. We began that set with Herbie Mann and Phil Woods from the album uh, out of Brooklyn, Alvin G. And uh, then we heard Manny Albam's orchestra, 1957, with Phil Wood's Minor Matters. Chris Connor, 1962, with uh, Al Cohn's orchestra, Kansas City. Manny Albam, 1957, Latin Fracture. 
1959, Quincy Jones and the Orchestra. Afterthoughts, that ballad from Manny Albam's Orchestra, 1957. Caravan, 1959, Quincy Jones. Boss City, 1965, West Montgomery. Anita O'Day, Senior Blues, 1961. Much more music ahead here on the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm Meg Noonan, inviting you to join me Sundays at 9 p.m. for Freeform Radio, a lively mix of rock in all its glorious subgenres, including but never limited to classic rock and roll, glam and garage, punk and new wave, folk and country, plus a heavy dose of soul, R&B, and more. So tune in to Freeform Radio, where variety reigns supreme every Sunday night at 9 on 88.3 WLIW-FM and WLIW.org slash radio, Long Island's only NPR station. Saxophonist Phil Woods, born on this date, 1931 in, in, uh, in Connecticut. I'm sorry, not Connecticut, Massachusetts. I wasn't reading. I'm trying to trying testing my memory. Springfield, Massachusetts. Thank you. <laughs> Good to have your company. Let's hear Phil Woods with Michelle Legrand's orchestra of 1958. Michelle Legrand conducting Ernie Royal, Art Farmer, Donald Byrd, Joe Wilder, Frank Rehack. I'm sorry, Joe Wilder, they're all on trumpets. Frank Rehack, Jimmy Cleveland on trombones. Gene Quill and Phil Woods on altos. Selden Powell, tenor. Tio Macero, baritone. James Buffington, French horn. Don Elliott, vibes. Milt Hinton, bass. Ossie Johnson, drums. Nat Pierce at the piano for Night in Tunisia.
WLIW 88.3 and 96.9 FM. Stopping at the Savoy, Michelle Legrand and the orchestra. Uh, before that, Ghana from Quincy Jones and the orchestra, 1959. Michelle Legrand, 1958, is how we, we began with a night in Tunisia. We'll be right back after the news. Connect with Long Island's only NPR station on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for WLIWFM on your favorite social platform and follow us for updates, videos, behind the scenes, and more. Tag us in your Instagram story and show us where you listen from. Give us a shout on Twitter when you hear important local news. Or leave a comment on Facebook when you discover a favorite new song. We can't wait to hear from you. You're listening to WLIWFM Southampton. Over the air at 88.3, serving Eastern Long Island and Southern Connecticut, 96.9 in Western Suffolk, 
and streaming at WLIW.org slash radio and your favorite streaming platforms. This is listener-supported WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. President Biden is sounding the alarm about potential chaos with hundreds of candidates who deny the outcome of the 2020 election on the ballot. As NPR's Tamara Keith reports, Biden is making his closing arguments for the midterms, talking about threats to American democracy from within. In a somber address delivered near the U.S. Capitol building, President Biden said democracy is on the ballot. This year, I hope you'll make the future of our democracy an important part of your decision to vote and how you vote. I hope you'll ask a simple question of each candidate you might vote for. Will that person accept the legitimate will of the American people, of the people voting in his district or her district? He called out former President Trump and said election lies and conspiracy theories have put election workers and elected officials at risk, generating a cycle of anger, hate and even violence. Republican Party chairwoman Ronna McDaniel said Biden's speech demonized and smeared Americans. Tamara Keith, NPR News. The Federal Reserve ordered up another supersized hike in interest rates today as it tries to curb stubbornly high inflation. But as NPR Scott Horsley explains, the central bank hinted future rate hikes could be smaller. This is the fourth time in a row the Federal Reserve has raised its benchmark interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point. By making it more expensive to borrow money, the Fed hopes to tamp down demand and bring soaring prices under control. While future rate hikes may be smaller, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell cautioned interest rates will ultimately have to climb even higher to bring inflation back down to its 2% target. What I'm trying to do is make sure that our message is clear, which is that we think we have a ways to go. We have some ground to cover with interest rates before we get to um, that level of, of interest rates that we think is sufficiently restrictive. Stocks tumbled on the prospect of even higher interest rates, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average falling more than 500 points. Scott Horsley, NPR News. Washington. Union leaders with the Allied Pilots Association have rejected a tentative deal with Fort Worth-based American Airlines. Bill Zebel with member station KERA in Dallas reports. According to a statement from the Allied Pilots Association, the tentative deal was rejected 15 to 5, with union leadership preferring a package with more money. The proposed two-year deal would have raised pay nearly 20 percent. The APA represents some 15,000 pilots with American Airlines, the world's largest carrier. This rejection follows overwhelming no votes from pilots on tentative deals with both United and Delta. Pilots for Southwest Airlines are also negotiating new contracts stalled during the pandemic. Just last month, airlines recorded booming third quarter revenues, some at record levels. I'm Bill Zebel in Dallas. Stocks closed sharply lower today. The Dow down 505 points. This is NPR. On Tuesday at a ceremony filled with politicians and stars, a Broadway theater was renamed for the late singer, actress, and activist Lena Horne. It was the first time a black woman has had a Broadway theater named in her honor. Jeff London reports. New York Governor Kathy Hochul was there, as was Mayor Eric Adams. What we are saying is that the great white way must have some chocolate on it also. Many black Broadway stars showed up, too. Audra McDonald, LaShawns, and Vanessa Williams, who sang Lena Horne's signature song, Stormy Weather. Don't know why 
The renaming of the theater where the musical Six is playing came about after a group named Black Theater United entered an agreement with theater owners to rename Broadway houses after black artists. In September, a theater was renamed in honor of actor James Earl Jones. For NPR News, I'm Jeff London in New York. Known for its role in land speed record setting and as a backdrop for Hollywood, Bonneville's famous salt flats appear to be shrinking. The treeless prehistoric lake bed near the Utah-Nevada line being not only affected by racing, tourism, and climate change, but also apparently by a century of mining a potassium-based salt called potash. As a result of those activities, researchers say another study has now been launched as they seek a solution to the problem. Crude oil futures prices moved higher today after the Fed again upped interest rates, oil gaining $1.63 a barrel to settle at $90 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people, and Jarl and Pamela Moan, thanking the people who make public radio great every day and also those who listen. The Jam Session Radio Hour comes to you on WLIW-FM. Bringing you live jazz performed and recorded right here on the East End of Long Island. Along with in-depth interviews and information about our local jazz and world music scene. Join us. Listen Sunday at 8 p.m. on 88.3 WLIW-FM and on WLIW.org slash radio.
Today we are committed to a worldwide struggle to promote and protect the rights of all who wish to be free. And when Americans are sent to Vietnam or West Berlin, we do not ask for whites only. It ought to be possible, therefore, for American students of any color to attend any public institution they select without having to be backed up by troops.
I believe in an America where religious intolerance will someday end, where all men and all churches are treated as equals, where every man has the same right to attend or not to attend the church of his choice, where there is no Catholic vote, no anti-Catholic vote, no block voting of any kind, and where Catholics, Protestants, and Jews at both the lay and the pastoral levels will refrain from those attitudes of disdain and division which have so often marred their works in the past and promote instead the American ideal of brotherhood.
If sometimes our great artists have been the most critical of our society, it is because their sensitivity and their concern for justice, which must motivate any true artist, makes him aware that our nation falls short of its highest potential. I see little of more importance to the future of our country and our civilization than full recognition of the place of the artist.
WLIW 88.3 and 96.9 FM Wednesday Night Jazz, the urban jazz experience as we dig music that has saxophonist Phil Woods in it. Uh, beginning that set with uh, Oliver Nelson and the Orchestra 66, Broadwalk Samba. And uh, from in that set, we heard from Oliver Nelson, uh, Broadwalk Samba. Lullaby of Jazzland and uh, Jazz Time USA. Then we heard Oliver Nelson with uh, John F. Kennedy, President Kennedy, and uh, President Kennedy uh, enlightened us on excerpts from his speeches, The Rights of All, Tolerance, 
just those two, the rights of all and tolerance. And there was one more, and I'll tell you, and that is the artist's rightful place. And finishing up that set, Chris Connor with uh, the orchestra of Alcone, 1962, singing Oscar Brown Jr.'s Opportunity, Please Knock. Saxophonist Phil Woods, born on this date in 1931, once again with Oliver Nelson.
Sugar Hill in Harlem. You
the moon looked lonesome Shining through the trees Don't the moon looked lonesome Shining through the trees Well, don't your arms look lonesome When your baby packs up to leave Said I'm going up on the mountain Call that baby mine Said I'm going up on the mountain Call that baby mine But something tells for me He's not coming back this time We'd like to go to the country Baby can't take you in We are going up to the country Baby can't take you in Nothing up there that a man like you could do He's got a face like a fish Shaped like a frog When he loves me, I holler Ooh, ooh, hot dog Love that man Better than I do myself He left me all alone All alone on the shelf
You're listening to 88.3 WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR radio station, online at WLIW.org slash radio, home of Heart of the East End, the only live program featuring award-winning journalist Gianna Volpe, playing a handcrafted mix of music from all decades and genres, as well as fielding facts from folks representing all walks of life, 9 to 11, Monday through Friday mornings on 88.3 WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station. I'm Brian Cosgrove, host of the Afternoon Ramble, which you can hear Monday through Saturday from 1 to 4 on 88.3 WLIW-FM and now on 96.9 for Western Suffolk. A one-of-a-kind mix of old and brand new music, plus lots of Long Island-based singer-songwriters and bands. The Afternoon Ramble, Mondays through Saturdays from 1 to 4 on Long Island's only NPR station, 88.3 WLIW-FM and now on 96.9 for Western Suffolk or streaming at WLIW.org slash radio.
West Montgomery and the orchestra with Phil Woods in there also, 1965, End of a Love Affair. And it was uh, Dreamer from uh, Sergio Mendez and the orchestra, as well as uh, Maria Quiet from Sergio Mendez, Boogie Blues with Anita O'Day and Gary McFarlane's orchestra. Uh, we began with Lose Good Do's Blues from Oliver Nelson. Opportunity Please Knock from Chris Connor. And Take the A-Train from Sarah Vaughan. Thanks for joining us for Wednesday Night Jazz. Metro Focus comes our way at 11, followed by The Daily and The Heart of the East End with Gianna Volpe. The Overnight Ramble with Brian Cosgrove. I'm Matt German for the Urban Jazz Experience and Friday Night Soul. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, take care. Stay tuned. Be nice to each other. Good to yourself. Nothing is more precious than freedom and health. Keep the faith. Pray for peace. Drive safely and be well. The music of John Barry in the background. Tomorrow is John Barry's birthday. Okay, all right. See you then. Thank you. Good night.
listening to WLIW-FM 88.3 Southampton and W245BA 96.9 Manorville. A decade after Lynn's sanity electrified New York, how former Nick Jeremy Lynn is still inspiring Asian Americans amid rising violence against the AAPI community. Then Pulitzer Prize winning author John Meacham's fresh look at President Lincoln and his essential lessons for saving a divided union. Metro Focus starts right now. This is Metro Focus with Raphael P. Roman, Jack Ford, and Jenna Flanagan. Metro Focus is made possible by Sue and Edgar Wackenheim III. The Peter G. Peterson and Joan Gansconi Fund, Bernard and Denise Schwartz, Barbara Hope Zuckerberg, the Ambrose Monell Foundation, and by... Good evening and welcome to Metro Focus. I'm Jenna Flanagan. The next... Now, over the past 20 years, the team has given New York sports fans few reasons to celebrate. However, in 2012, for a few brief weeks, New Yorkers and basketball fans across the world had the chance to experience one of the most exciting and improbable stretches in the history of sports, Linsanity. Now, at the time, Jeremy Lin was an unknown, undrafted Asian Harvard graduate who worked his way into the starting lineup of the New York Knicks and immediately started leading the team in scoring and, more importantly, to victories. Though Lin's sanity was short-lived, the phenomenon swept the world and inspired many to dream, particularly those of Asian descent. Now, a new documentary titled 38 at the Garden is out on HBO Max and tells the story of Linsanity 